0: It's turbo here for the 2bd podcast featuring uh, the algorithm the ogs of the of the uh, the studio we're doing an episode of geek Street today and we're talking all things geeky that we've gone up to in the past week and so and such uh, we actually haven't spoken in a while it's been uh, I think a couple weeks since we've last talked algorithm uh,
1: how's things going man yeah it has been a while um, just life getting in the way and stuff and the wife and I actually decided to get away to the big teeming metropolis of Moncton last weekend. Uh, a couple of our guys from, from the Jitsu Academy that we attend were in action. And one of them came home with a, with a title belt. So that oh, was right on. Cool. Yeah. He was, he was fighting his third, uh, amateur bout and it was for the, uh, the featherweight amateur title <clears throat> from fight league Atlantic and, uh, yeah, he just completely dominated his opponent. Took him out with a second left in the first round. It's pretty cool. Uh, mounted him and just did the old ground and pound. Cool. Beat the living piss out of him. So he's looking to move on to uh, to pro next. So he'll be our second guy out of our gym that went perfect three and zero in amateur, and he's moving on to pro. Cool. Yeah. So that's what so- I did last weekend.
0: So while you're over there, were you doing any shopping?
1: We hit the Toys R Us and, uh, I know you and I quite often lament on this show that, uh, the Toys R Us here is not the greatest because we've literally had the same stock that we've had for the last seven or eight months. The Toys R Us there. And let's like give some context here for people that aren't from the area, which probably not a lot are. Um, Moncton, like we're, we're in Prince Edward Island. So it's kind of a, you know, it's the smallest province in Canada. We're in what's known as the Maritimes on the East coast and, uh, comprises of what four provinces, I think. Um, Halifax is kind of the biggest city that the Maritimes is known for it's, and Halifax is one of the bigger cities in, in Canada. Um, but next to, to Halifax, like Moncton, it'd probably be your most well-known city in the Maritimes. So you'd think that they, and they're on the mainland, like, you know, everyone knows we're on an Island. So, you know, things I can understand distribution being a little fucked up, but with Moncton, like they're on the mainland and I mean, they're right next to Quebec and Ontario. Uh, there's no excuse. The Toys R Us there makes our Toys R Us look like one that's in Toronto. It's, Um. I don't know when the last time you were there,
0: i haven't been to Moncton in probably a decade or more
1: it's bad like you know how our shelf in uh in our local walmart is kind of a hodgepodge like there's not even any real sections yeah it's just like action figures is in like one area on one shelf and it's just like a hodgepodge of like you know, the wrestling figures, some Batman, like there's like three or four He-Man figures scattered throughout. There might be a little section of Transformers, but it's just, it's just all over the place. That's pretty much what it looks like. Like it's, and it's a bigger store than we got here, but yeah, like the, I know our inventory is outdated and it's been around for a while, but at least we have inventory like there it's it's it worse like there was just nothing i was so disappointed
0: oh yeah like you get you're like thinking oh i might find something cool i, I knew it wasn't something.
1: gonna yeah i knew like i knew i wasn't walking into you know like i don't even know how to explain i knew i wasn't walking into like a toy paradise but i just figured man maybe they'll have some weird figure that we haven't seen on the island or something or you know, maybe it's a, f- a figure that, you know, I might be half interested in. It might be, you know, I'm in the mood to actually just buy something because I'm away from home and I, you know, I don't want to come home empty handed. So I was, I was kind of looking to not spend a whole bunch of money, but just just an action figure and just nothing like I just nothing. Same stuff we got here, only less of it is pretty much how you can explain it.
0: Mm it's it, it, like since since we're going down that this uh, this uh, topic here it's disappointing to live where we live when it comes to shopping um like going to a store you like you know sometimes you know they get shipments in like you know we you, we we kind of try we kind of know when the shipments come in here on the island because it's pretty much the standard everywhere yeah. every thursday every uh, yeah it's usually every wednesday and every thursday/friday slash for like the trucks to come in like they come twice a week that that sort of thing like i've worked retail for years so i kind of understand when things get delivered you know in, in all the stores i've worked it's always the same shipments are usually that around those dates or those times of the week um unless you know weather permitting or that sort of thing but like it's it's frustrating to know that there's all these new waves of toys out there and you know there's ones that i want like, there's, you know, I don't want it. All. I don't want it all. I'm not a completionist. Thank God. Um, but like, there's, th- there's certain figures I want, and I know they're never going to show up here. Like, I haven't seen a Hordak Masterverse or a She-Ra Masterverse, and that's like two waves ago,
1: which is never came insane. to the island. Which is insane because, and I was going to, I don't mean to cut you off, but just to, just to kind of add to that a little bit. I'm sure you watch YouTube channels where, and I don't sit here and just watch like hours of it. I just kind of watch because I, I want an idea of what other provinces are seeing for their supplies. And there's a guy in Ontario that he think is in Brantford or something. And he goes into Toys R Us or he goes into Walmart or whatever, and he kind of just does a walkthrough and he tapes it. That's mm-hmm. like this motherfucker's going through and like they're swimming in Hordak and sheer up there. Yep. It's just, and you, you see, like, for me, like, I'd like to get into the G.I. Joe classified a little bit. I'm not, you know, I don't want to go nuts, but he'll walk in and, you know, there'll be the Tomax and the Zamod and the, you know, and the storm shadow, just all sitting there. And it's like, well, I know we'll never see that just like you said.
0: Yeah. So like, I've been, I've been relying on, uh, going online or relying on the, uh, the swamp ninja to, to find me some things. So speaking of, I'm still waiting for stuff from him. Man, I need my shit. Um. <laughs> it happens. It happens. People get <laughs> oh, busy. I know. I'm just busting his chops because he's not here. Um, but yeah, no, like, like you know, every now and then the Swamp Ninja will be out and he'll be like, hey, I'm here at this thrift shop. Here's the core Skywarp and the core something and they're on for $5. Do you want them? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I yes. do. Yes. Um, same thing was like, uh, he's a, he's a little more into watching the market as we say, cause he's really into this. He's a huge collector. He has tons of figures. Um, he, uh, he sends things in, in the old, uh, chats and to tempt me and he fucking got me this week. He fucking got me. And I, I shouldn't say this week. It was Saturday or Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, uh, last week. He sent a he sent a an Amazon sale that was on, and it was the the Joker Dragon from the uh, Batman Dark Metal Knights uh, series that I've read, and it's fucking creepy as hell. It's like one of the creepiest like face sculpts I've seen, so and I'm just us. like, I was like, oh, and it's it's like it's technically a vehicle, but it's a dragon, so it's like it's kind of cool, to, like just to look at it that way. I'm like, all right, so I like bought it. And then as I screwed, like, so I screwed, like I bought that. And then, you know, how the old algorithm works is they say, Oh, we see that you bought this. Oh, this is also on yes, sale. And I'm like, "Of course." and I'm looking at it and I'm like, Oh, I don't have a scarecrow fig- figure from the, the dark death from the, uh, from Batman. Like I don't have a scarecrow figure at all. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, and it's the one from the video game. Oh, and it's the black and orange variant. Ooh, it's and It's on for 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, well. Yes, yeah. I can't pass that up.
1: I'm already and getting a the dragon shipped. I might as well yep. throw that in.
0: Well, and it's free shipping because because it's on a deal. So if I spend more than thirty five bucks, oh, it's it's oh, you free can't shipping. Pass that up, can't pass. No, I couldn't up. pass it up, and I'm just like, I get that. So so I, I I I ordered it on yeah that Friday last week, and it showed up on Tuesday.
1: Uh, or actually no sorry, showed up on Wednesday. Showed up that on Wednesday. scarecrow is badass too.
0: That I was looking at it. Like I, like I, I'm like a kid when I got home, I was like, Oh, my box is in. I got in the house. I said hello to the the wife and the kids. And then I grabbed my box, went upstairs and I just tore it open. And I'm like, all right. And then I started putting this Joker dragon together. And the fucking thing is huge. It's like 13, 14 inches long. And I'm like, that's a whole shelf. Like how the fuck am I displaying this? nice but then i realized that the tail is all it's actually uh you can bend it and put it in positions it has like a little bit of a wire in it yeah you know, like oh this is cool so i got him in this you know cool pose and then i decided all right well he's a dragon so i got to have one of the bad guys riding him so i grabbed my batman who laughs with the wings and i have him all posed up on him fucking with the wing spread riding the dragon oh it's fucking dope looking man super super cool and then I was playing like I got I got a little elevated last night, and I decided I was in my room. Actually, I had a, a buddy of mine over. We were hanging out, and we were upstairs. I was showing him how to do some editing on Audacity and stuff. And I had the uh, the LED lights going, and I turned around. And I looked at the dragon, and the like, cause it's it's bright white and green, like a Joker color. But when I had yeah, the, so the green the, popped, the yeah, no, no, popped. actually, when I turned when I turned the uh, the the purple light on. It muted the uh, the green, and it looked like it was just a completely like a uh, opaque like fucking black and white dragon. It was pretty cool looking. I was like, oh shit, that's kind of neat. So it's kind of it's kind of fun to just sit in here and like play with the light and stuff, and and like play with the, and then see what you know the color spectrum changes when you're changing the lights because you know it makes certain figures pop and mutes other figures. And it's like you know, when I'm up here, when I'm up here, and I'm like, you know, if I'm doing a chat or anything, and I want people to, you know, be a little jealous of my room, I turn the LED lights on, and then the <laughs> figures pop, right? And they're like, what's that glowing in the background? And then I can talk about my toys and shit. So it's kind of a kind of neat. But yeah,
1: the colors children.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could taste them. um But yeah, so I got tempted that way, uh, and 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 completely failed. And then of course, him being the you know, insider that he is, he mentioned that oh, all these new waves of Motu dropped on on uh, Big Bad Toy Star, all the pre-orders, and there's a shit ton of them, like an absolute crap ton of pre-orders. And I'm like, is this like their last get, ga- like last effort to try to keep the Motu line going, or is this like maybe it's alive and well and it do- it's doing well? And but like, it's I can't see say. how it's doing well in Canada because like nobody oh. has anything.
1: No, it, it, and it's, it's ironic because that's, we've talked about this before. That's what killed the original line eventually is, is uh, distribution. And I was, I was going to kind of get into that as well. Like comparing distribution when we were kids to, you know, how it goes now. Um, but just to, to kind of add on to your, your, uh, your question there about Motu and uh, like, I, got it from Spectre creative and i consider him to be a pretty good authority on what's going on with he-man um and he was saying you know for those who don't know he was once and i believe him he was once a brand manager for the motu classics line uh he's done a lot of work for mattel and things like that and I, i i think he's done some i think he's also like a motu historian and he said that they're kind of on life support and it's probably due part in part to distribution, but it's also because let's face it that the collecting hobby is starting to kind of die off a little bit, just as COVID has kind of started to to leave the common vernacular where we're you know not talking about it as much, and people are back in the office, and you know we have to get jobs again and things like that, and um, you know life is is opening up again, so. Uh, you know, toy collecting kind of takes a back seat. And the same thing is happening to the sports cards market. Um, I've mentioned that before as well. But I think what you're seeing here with Motu is it's it's totally a guess. They probably had all this stuff in the pipeline and they were probably going to release it in waves. And they're probably like, oh, shit, we're probably not going to be around this time next year. Let's just release everything we got and see what happens. That's my guess.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's, it's more of a, just kind of, it's kind of disheartening because you know, the, the, the Motu origin line is really cool. Uh, the Masterverse line is a line. I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm disappointed in because I don't have a lot of figures really to, to go into and, and, and say that they're, they're not great, but like I have, f- uh, f- four of them. I have the Skele God, the, uh, Skeletor and a merman. And, When you hold these figures in your hand when you crack them open and you you get them in your hand they they seem loose right from the get-go like everything just kind of seems like it's a little eh. and i'm kind of like oh they're just but like they pose really well their dimensions are off it's like small head bigger body longer limbs like they it's more of a thinned out version of of uh the he-man look
1: yeah they're not not all
0: big they're not big and bulky in, in a weird weird shape anymore which which is kind of nice, like a modern twist on it is fine for me. But again, like, but when I'm posing them, and when I pick them up, like when they're when they're placed down and the like the the gravity's holding the, the figure, they're they're solid. It's when you pick them up and they just feel like kind of I don't want to say flaccid, but yeah, it's flaccid. The little,
1: they're a little little janky.
0: Yeah, like you pick it up and like when the the left leg on my merman always just. Kind of goes down a little bit instead of being nice and you know structurally sound, it just kind of (laughs) wiggles. And I'm just kind of like,
1: okay, I think your wife's complained about that a time or two, hasn't she? Never, (laughs) never, sir. (laughs) I haven't, as you know, I don't open my stuff, so I have two Masterverse figures, I haven't opened up either one, but uh, I, I find like the look of them too, they're very hit or miss. Um, there's some that look awesome, like I. I have the Faker because it reminds me of like it's He Man and Terminator. I mean, of course I'm going to get it. it. It's awesome, and I have Merman because I collect Merman. But some of the figures are just like I don't know, like the the King Grayskull one, the Savage He Man one. Like they just don't really appeal to me.
0: Well, the King Grayskull one just is looks like a very average and very bland figure. Like there's nothing really that stands out about it. Like because yeah. he was such an he's such a how do I put it? Like, he's not a well-known character and they introduced him in revelations. I mean, he was introduced in the comic books, which was fine, but like, he's not a known, a well-known character in the toy universe. No. And so it just, it doesn't appeal to me. It's like, I don't know that guy. I don't know what he does. What are, what's his gimmick? What's, what's the that's, gimmick?
1: That's fair. That's fair. Right. Yeah.
0: Cause like all our figures are, you know, like Ram man, clamp champ, scare glow. And then all of a sudden King Grayskull, it's like, he doesn't, like you know what I mean? Like he doesn't have anything that looks remotely even close to looking like a a, a warrior of Castle Grayskull because he's wearing blue and fur and it's like, well, where's the green or where's the skull armor? What like what associates you with Grayskull other than the fucking name? <laughs> like yeah. that's that's it's, that's what bothered true. me about that character. It's just like, well, I don't, I wouldn't know that other than I I read the comics, so there I know what you are. But again, if you if you don't if you're not into that sort of thing and you're not you're just more of a toy collector you wouldn't know that and you're just kind of like eh, i don't really need him but like again if you're a completionist you're like well he's part of the wave i gotta get him mm. um yeah like the
1: trap jaw or not the trap jaw the the cycle or the triclops like yeah it's okay but
0: oh uh, the triclops one is actually really dope when you get it like when you get a really good close look at it yeah it's re- it's really good like if you you take away the techno church fucking gimmick because you can take that off. It's a deluxe figure. Yeah, you can
1: switch them. I, I, you I can switch that. them
0: back to OG Triclops. It's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Like, I, I um, mean, like, if I could find a, a like, a a, a a Triclops in the wild, I'd probably buy it.
1: We have Triclops here. We have a whole bunch of them. No,
0: not. Last time I was up there, I didn't see any.
1: Oh, we do. Yeah. there's uh-huh. There's, like, a couple displayed, and then if you look on the top of the shelf, there's a whole shitload of them. Well, I might have to spend sixty bucks and get a TriGlops. I think, but sixty dollars, man.
0: Yeah, like, it, it's well. It might listen, the prices aren't going down anytime soon. So it's either you know wait uh, until they tra- they they yeah, go clearance, they or you'll never get them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's the other thing is like fucking inflation is killing the markets on everything. Well, right of now. course,
1: it's killing everything. It's I mean. You can't walk into the grocery store. You can't even walk into the grocery store without costing you a hundred dollars at the very least. It costs you a hundred bucks just to walk in. But uh, yeah, like what? I guess I was going to add to the toy thing, and what really annoys me about you know limited supplies here. Yeah, I know you can order online. It costs a little bit extra because you got to pay the shipping and all that crap that goes with it. Sometimes you can get deals where it's free shipping. Um. But the, the thrill, like what I was going to mention when we were kids, there was no internet. So we didn't have like, Oh, here's the rumored next wave of figures that are coming out in the next three months. Um, you know, we didn't have YouTube or anything that, like that, where, you know, content creators were talking about figures that are rumored to be coming up. We or they have the video.
0: prototype and they get to see it for. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, like some people get advanced copies of this stuff and they so that they can review it and, and whatnot. We didn't have any of that stuff. We found out when the catalog came out what was actually coming out. Or commercials on TV, which were always like a couple of months behind anyway. Um but you'd find out in the in the catalogs. And part of the big thrill was walking into you know, back then we didn't have we we didn't have Toys R Us where we are. Uh, we had the department stores we had kmart zellers and towers were the the big ones of, like you know in the areas that we grew up and you'd go and there'd be a decent toy section depending on the store i always personally found towers had the best one but you'd walk in and that's where you would find out oh sweet this is the figure that's out now um and there was nothing like going in and finding that figure that you know, either you didn't know existed or um, that you didn't already have. If Mm -hmm. you were, you know, if you were into GI Joe or He-Man or whatever, blew your hair back back then. There was nothing like walking in and and finding it. And like, I can remember with He-Man, and we kind of touched about it earlier, like the distribution of the figures is what eventually killed that Toy line, and there was distribution distribution problems back then with He-Man because uh, the big thing was is as the new figures kept getting released, the old ones weren't available anymore. It's I don't know what they did with all the stock. I have no idea, but by like 1984, 85, you couldn't get original He-Man and Skeletor, the two like benchmarks of that toy line, and you could not get them. You just couldn't. And again, there's no ordering online. You know, you might find a friend that has them and doesn't play with them anymore, so maybe you can make a trade. But you're you're not finding those. And as I say, like it's it's funny because I had, I think I did a count one day and I was about 14 figures off from having the entire He Man collection. And I two of those figures is original Skeletor and He Man. Never had them, couldn't get them. And it's kind of what's happening today. Like in this day and age, like you can't walk in the wild and find certain figures. And to me, that's crazy. Like that's unacceptable. But, and I mean, yeah, you can go online, but you're paying like three four times what it's, what you should be. And on general principle, I can't do that. It pisses me off.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm the type of guy when I go online, like if it's retail price, I'll pay retail price i'll pay um, a few
1: extra dollars for the person's time like i get it you know like scalpers are you know those i'm not even i'm not that,
0: even talking on the secondary market like i'm i'm just talking like going online into big bad Toy. Like store big bad toy
1: it. store yeah yeah
0: or like uh what is it uh tc collectibles or tf uh i i, I can't remember the other site i go to but like you go there and it's like, yeah, these guys buy in bulk and have their own like online storefront. And, you know, they may it up a couple bucks. I, and I get but, that. You got to make a few well, extra bucks. For ab- time. Absolutely. I completely understand it. But like sometimes their shipping costs are just ridiculous.
1: But you got to remember, uh, it costs a lot of money to ship shit now. Well, and I know
0: the inflation the costs going through yeah. the roof. So
1: that, that's the thing too. And I, like I, you know, as you know, I work in the media. And, uh, <clears throat> I was putting a story in the other day in the, in the newspaper and it was talking about how Amazon and other companies that offer, you know, quote unquote free shipping, they have to rework their models because they're losing their shirts. So the era of free shipping or getting deals on shipping, it very well might be coming to an end. So take advantage while you can Yeah, just, I, just I, as like a little I... nugget there for you
0: yeah as as someone who just goes online and shops um from for toys anyway i don't buy a lot of things online but like a toys toys are okay we have no choice but like you know but when you see a deal on with amazon and they offer that free shipping you're like okay because like i don't want to spend an extra 40
1: bucks yeah you're not going to be seeing that as much you're not going to be seeing that as much and that's
0: and that's a, a very interesting considering how much money amazon is actually worth like They can, you know, they can, they can pay for free shipping. They can do it. They just don't. Yeah, but
1: you have to remember they have shareholders and if their money is. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, that's fine. I want my, I want my, I want my toys cheaper. (laughs) Fuck
0: you and your shareholders. I want my toys cheaper. Do what I say.
1: Bezos can have billions of dollars, but if, if Amazon is showing that they're not making as much profit as they should be, then shareholders start to bolt. And that's a problem anyway. So that's the corporate world, my man, that's the way it works. But shopping online again, it's like the, the way, I don't get excited. It. Yeah, it I don't get excited. Yeah, takes the thrill out of it. Yeah. You know, what's out there, but you know, you're going to have to pay for it. There's nothing like walking into your store and it gives you like, we're all about nostalgia here. We're all about trying to get that hit, of, hit a dopamine. We're all trying to relive our childhoods. When you walk into a store and you see something that you would actually want, there's nothing like it. Like as a collector, I should say. Yeah. Um,
0: Like when I walk in and I see a figure I haven't seen before, and it's like, I don't have that on my shelf. That would look really cool on my shelf of evil. I'm going to put it on there. So I guess I'm going to spend the 40 bucks today.
1: Yeah. But I'm at the point now, like when I walk into Toys R Us, I just even if it's a figure I don't want like don't care about or don't want to see, I just want to see something different. Just something. Like they're they're
0: really expending on their NECA, but I mean their NECA section was like fucking all Jason's and all what was it, uh, Werewolf in Paris or Werewolf in American Werewolf, Werewolf, Werewolf in London. Then, yeah. Like it's all like it's like here's 19 of these. It's like cool, but you have all the others. <laughs> Where's the other stuff you guys have? But why is showing me 19 of them? <laughs>
1: As we've said before, like, we are some sort of dumping ground. Like, we get what Toronto or other big cities don't want. Because why, when I look at the Transformers, do I see, like, there might be one or two cool guys that, you know, maybe you'd pick up. Like, there might be a a, a Bumblebee or a Jazz or something like that, like one of the OGs. But then there's, like, 40 friggin' Iguanas. Like, where are these coming from? Thrift,
0: like again, probably like you said, stores that couldn't sell them, they're like ah, send them a PEI. They're desperate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll buy anything. They'll buy sell, anything. These will sell at sixty dollars a snap, and we've got yeah. like forty of them. Yeah, but it's, and like
0: and again, they don't mark shit down like they used to. Which Bob, no. like I, I don't understand it. Like I remember, you know, you go in and once it's marked clearance, once they, you see that nine seven on the end of it, it's like okay, it's on clearance, but it's going to go lower. Because it's going to sit,
1: yeah. See, I remember, yeah. But they don't do it anymore. As soon as it hits
0: that one nine seven price, it stays there unless it goes out of like out of system, and you have to find it. And then you know, even when you try to scan it at the two cents that it scans up at, if one of those guys, the cashier, say, and they're like, "Oh no, I can't sell this to you." What was on your shelf? Yeah. Well, it's two cents. Well, cool. I'll pay the two cents. I'm buying it. Well, we yeah. can't let you. Well, why not? Well, it's 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 not right. Well, why is it like? This is on you guys. If it's on the shelf, I'm buying it. You can't you can't come up to me and be like, oh, this is ringing up the wrong price. That's how this works. That's the retail law. Exactly. So like, but they do it. They'll try to they'll try to take it back from you. Like they watch they they watch what you're scanning in. They're like, oh, that came up two cents. Why did that come up two cents? I don't think that's the right price. Yeah. Well, you can step away. Don't touch my shit. I just scanned it. It's in my cards. <laughs> I'm paying for it.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that, uh, that's what bothers me the most is like even if you even if you try to like even if you pull one over on like the company where they forgot to take something on the shelf and you get it for cheap, they'll they watch their they watch it like a hawk man and they'll try to be like, oh no, that's a mistake. Well, cool. I've only rang in one, so you can let me have the mistake.
1: <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I'm not. It's not yeah. like I'm buying. It's not like I'm buying nine of them and going to go online and scalp them. I'm buying it for my personal collection. Like, yeah if the scalper doing that like bringing up th- things that are like two cents and he's got like 20 of them yeah he gets the first one but then he has to pay regular price for the rest
1: but yeah, like don't I come agree. after
0: me just ringing for through one figure it's like fuck off man
1: but I, life's like hard get... right now things
0: are expensive <laughs> let me get it let me get a deal for fuck's sake. let say. me get a
1: taste let me get you know for a couple well, of. i panties. need to follow
0: the serotonin every now and then and i this is what i need
1: yeah it's either this or i kill somebody um but it, like getting back to your like nothing on sale anymore and stuff like that like I remember when I picked up the Insecticon set like the original like they kind of reissued the original Insecticon set and this was I don't know five or six years ago and it started out as like $129 for the set it's like the platinum edition that's a nice set it's nicely displayed it's got all the original stickers etc etc it's got a really cool box where you know, it gives a like a bio of all three guys and yeah, you know, it's a really nice set. Um, and I remember seeing it for $129, and there was like eight of them on this shelf. And I'm like, I'm definitely interested because the Insecticons next to Megatron are my favorite OG guys. And I just thought, you know, that'll go on sale eventually. Like I can't see eight of them selling out at $129, so I'll just let that marinate a little bit. Sure enough, you know, a couple, of, a couple of weeks go by or a couple of months go by, I should say, and it's down to 89 and there's still like six or seven of them. So I'm thinking, cool, you know, I'll still let it sit for a little bit. Um, you now and then I go in there one day and it's $69 and, I'm, and there's still five or six of them. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm prepared to pay that, but let's just see what happens. I'll wait until there's like two or three of them left and then I'll I'll snatch one. And then I don't know, but a month later, um, you know, my wife said Toys R Us and she gives me a call and she's like, you know, that Insecticon set. And I'm like, Oh, are they gone? She's like, no, they're down to $39. I'm like, grab one. I should've got her to grab two or three, but whatever. So, I mean, that's the way it used to happen, but now you're right. Like I've had my eye on that, uh, that GI Joe classifieds, uh, like the bats Python patrol edition. Mm -hmm. And it's been there for about three or four months and it's still $44. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not paying $44 for that. I'm just not doing it. Like, you know, $30, $35 is probably the most I'd go. I'm not paying $50 for that. That's insane. But you're right. That's why I hate
0: transformers. Transformers are so expensive. Holy fuck. It's almost a hundred dollars just to buy one.
1: Yeah, well, you you were with me for Christmas shopping when I picked up my son' Starscream, like the uh, the Starscream Studio eighty six from the movie. It came; it was like ninety dollars, and I picked on uh, picked up Galvatron as well, which was another like $80, 90 dollars. Those were presents from his grandparents, and they told me to get them. But at, at the same time, it's ninety dollars a shot. Like that's insane. I mean, how much? When we were kids, how much was like a like a Optimus Prime when you walked into the store?
0: Fifty bucks. It was fifty bucks. Because it was it was one of the premium figures. It was a most after, right?
1: I guess. But I remember like the average transformer, uh, not even talking the minis, but like Wheeljack or somebody like that or, or Ratchet mm-hmm. 29 bucks.
0: 17 when they first came out. If you go I back and look at old the, like old uh catalogs. catalogs yeah. 17 dollars.
1: And the mini guys like Bumblebee, Cliff Jumper, uh, you know, Huffer, all those guys—they'd be under ten bucks. They'd be like nine ninety-seven or something like that. Well,
0: that was your entry level. That's where—that's how they got you. They got you with the little ones for cheap, and then you'd strive to get the leader class, the larger ones. Yeah. And then you could have the ultra ones, and then the, then it was the combiners, and then titans, and then all that fucking bullshit that went on. Headmasters, fucking target masters, <laughs> pretenders action masters i'm like motherfucker
1: yeah next thing you're you're paying uh like 899 for a cliff jumper and then three weeks later you're shelling out 200 for a metroplex
0: yeah metroplex like i would love to have a metroplex
1: of course who wouldn't
0: but like the new metroplex looks dope as hell
1: 350 dollars dollars
0: 99 i'm like if i'm gonna spend 300 bucks i buy myself like I was actually contemplating, I was like, looking at like, looking at it going like, oh, I need a new, like, I want a bigger monitor for when I'm up here in the, in the, the nerd nook, the toy room where I record and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, I'd like to have a little larger monitor. I have my laptop and I, I plug it into an external screen, but it's only another 19 inch screen. I'm thinking, well, maybe if I got a little docking station, I could leave my laptop closed, plugged into the docking station, just have this big monitor. So I was looking at a 36 inch curved monitor. 36-inch curved Samsung monitor, 250 on sale right yeah. now, 250 bucks. And I'm like, see, that that makes sense to me. That's what I was like. I'd spend $250 on that because, you know, it's something I'm going to use. I'm going to use it always. But like $350 on a figure, I'm probably going to keep as a robot. I'm not probably going to transform them a whole lot. And like the packaging of the new figures does nothing for me. So it's not something I would want to stay no, closed. No, no. Like that's the other thing is like you know there's certain packaging you're, you have a fondness for like you you love the master verse oh, um, yeah, look masters who you're universe. talking to
1: yeah look who you're talking to
0: like you you you. like there's certain things that you love about packaging and that's why you keep your your toys closed me i i've never been a packaging guy but like looking at my master my masters of the universe origin line it looks really good in packaging
1: because mm-hmm. it's the old like, school packaging. It's the old it's school. A... It's the
0: old school packaging. It it clicks all it rings all the bells. Yeah. So like I've opened a few of them. I opened my horde trooper and my ram man and my clamp champ. And I, I cracked open stink ore because I was like, I needed a shot of dopamine. I wasn't buying anything. I'm like, I need to open something to feel better. You Had a shitty want to day smell work. Him. Just I just wanna want, well, no, he doesn't he's not a stinky guy. They didn't they didn't include that feature, thank God. Oh, that's too bad. I don't, I would not want to, that, when you crack that thing open the first time, those are pungent.
1: One of the, one whiff of that and you're seven years old again, man.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm like, I don't want that wafting in my room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just a musk smell. It doesn't smell like a real skunk. Well, I just, uh, no. Aside from that, you love the smell of skunk. What do you mean? Well, it's your, your hobby there. Your habit is... Same my habits? My, my, my hobby is toy collecting and podcasting, sir, not Same smoking kinda.
0: weed. Smoking weed is not a hobby. <laughs> Fuck off. You do it like it's your job. No, I don't. I have a job, and I do that like my job. I enjoy to relax, and it relaxes. That's the way I unwind, man. Anyway, my mind doesn't, yeah. my mind doesn't stop. Balls, That's and... the thing. Um. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm getting older, and I know I'm going to die. My my mind just races now.
1: You think you're going to die tomorrow?
0: Oh, I'm. I could die tomorrow.
1: I could die right now. I could have a heart attack right now on this podcast, and you'd hear my last dying breath is "fuck you, Al." Especially, especially <laughs> if you're, especially if you're up to date on your boosters. Ah, uh, I'm so, not.
0: I'm, I didn't boost. I didn't boost. Good. I'm not good a booster.
1: Good. Good. Um, yeah, so i uh, oh, sorry you were going on about packaging. Right. So anyway, I was talking about the
0: packaging, and like I have like I have the figures I want to keep in package. I have the Faker. I have a Hordak. I have a Merman. I have my Anti-Eternia He-Man, which fuck that looks dope in that packaging, man. Um, I know. I agree. And, and, and then I have my She-Ra, and then I think I have an Evil Lyn, and then I got I got a Wind Raider still in box, but I cracked one open. I have a Battle Cat that I cracked open
1: you need to set up that pegboard and hang those up sir yeah it's just cost of
0: fucking building supplies is ridiculous (laughs) how much is a
1: pegboard these days
0: pegboard right now is going like for the size i would need probably you know 60 70 bucks i'm just like "Mm." but i'm actually i'm looking at it like uh like there's a lot of like i got a lot of this old shelving that i'm not using that's just sitting in the corner there i haven't so i might cut those shelves and what I might do is I might move some of those, uh, well, actually I should just say, so my wife and my daughter, I've said on previous podcasts, they're, they're collecting K-pop albums and they have mm. these little album holders, like the little, little acrylics that hold like a, a record. Yeah. My wife bought like a, a box of them. There's like 10 or 15 of them. Anyway, I grabbed one day and I looked at it. I'm like, oh my God, that would be perfect to hold all of my minifigures. I could mount them on the wall screw them into the wall and then all those mini like he-man figures can all be just lined up and like just you know almost you know just kind of in its own its own little thing and i'm like oh that's really dope and those are cheaper so i was like okay if i move those so then i move all the minifigures all the minifigures i have so i have all the transformer minifigures all the all the master of the universe mini attorneys and then i have my batman stuff so if I if i Bought a bunch of those uh, acrylics and put all those minifigures up on the wall and kind of like had them standing there. Then I was like, okay, do my Funkos fit in there? Because I have a few Funkos, so I was like, I could do like a a row of them right next to the shelves and just have all the minifigures and Funkos all lined up and all that miscellaneous figures I have that just don't really have a a home on the shelves because they're they're not really part of any of the lines I collect. I'm like, that would be cool, and then I could actually take my box, my my box stuff, put it on the shelf with all the McFarlane figures. And I'm like, oh, that would look pretty cool. So there's lots of options I have, but I really wanna I really wanna trick out my desk. So that's that's kind of where I'm like kind of focusing on. Like not so much the like, yes, I'm always gonna buy toys, but right now I'm focusing on, okay, I just wanna, you know, use my space to the best of my ability, like have it where I know I'm gonna be like, if I buy something, I'm not gonna be like, fuck, where am I putting that? Like I wanna I gotta reorganize it. I gotta reorganize it. Um, I already reorganized a couple shelves and I'm just like, nope, doesn't work for me. Cause like I, I had two transformer shelves and I merged it into one, but I was like, it's too busy. I can't see all the, all the, the guys on the shelves. I got to figure something out. So I was just like, oh, I'm just so like packaging, you know, cause when you keep things in package, it takes up more room. So I'm like, do I open everything and get rid of all this packaging? Then I'll have more room for stuff. It's just, it's just so much going on. Right. You're just kind of like, how do I do this? And then I have like, I have my McFarlane uh, Mortal Kombat figures that I have, like most of my favorite characters, Noob, Sub-Zero, Baraka, Scorpion. I have a Spawn. I have a Raiden. You know, I got a Predator figure because Predator's part of the fucking Mortal Kombat universe because of Mortal Kombat 10. So it's just like, yes, it's how your stupid mind works. So, like, I'm just trying to find where things should go. It's just, you know, it's 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 kind of a zen thing to do. Is you just could come up here and be like, oh, I don't really like to look this. Let's just start moving stuff around. And it's just relaxing. But sometimes I get stressed out too because I'm, I'm like, oh, I really want to move that over there, but it's not going to fit. It doesn't look... So it's it's weird. It's like, it's a zen, but it, it is a cause for frustration as well sometimes with packaging. Packaging can cause me stress because I'm like, oh, it's just going to take up so much room.
1: Oh, it does. Like, you know, as, as I've said with my... Um with my limited shelf and space that I've got, like I've got to start making some decisions here. There's some things that really don't need to still be in the packaging, but uh, I don't know. Well, you're, just, you're going
0: like, to open your classifieds and start
1: posing. them. I, I was going to, and it's just like, uh, for some reason, I haven't done it yet. And it's like, why have I not done this yet? Like the packaging doesn't have any sort of, you know, special, like, it's just, it's not based on the original packaging at all. Like, what's stopping me? But I just haven't done it yet. I It's very weird. Um, There is a Storm Shadow. It's, it's like, classified, but it's on the old card back.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's, like, you remember how they used to, they'd, they'd be in a certain pose, and then behind them would be, like, an explosion? hmm Yeah, the Storm Shadow one where he's got the two swords, and he's just kind of staring at you. It's like, I saw that packaging and I'm like, oh, like that is, I remember that as a kid because I cut that out of the original card that I, when I got the figure and I cut that out and I remember putting it up on my wall because I was like such a huge storm shadow fan because he was a ninja. And it's like, I remember that. I want that, but not for 120 bucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh it's, this is what
1: I want. Nope. Yeah. So I settled for the classified one, which was 35. But it's like, okay, I can take him out of the packaging because he comes with like a couple of heads. Like he comes with, you know, the original OG head. And then there's this one where he's got more of a hood. And I'm like, that's really freaking cool. And he's got like a ton of weapons. Like, obviously, that's that was the other thing that always drew me to the figure. It's like, okay, he's got like two katanas, he's got a bow and arrow, he's got nunchucks, like he's got all this cool stuff. There's just so much you can do with them. And then, of course, like the bats figure. Like, he's got three hands. He's got a gun. Like, you could, there's so many things you could do with them. that's, like, I just got to open them up. Let's do it right now. Go grab one. Open it up. Tell me what it yeah, looks like. It's, no, it's not I happening do it. right now. Not happening right now. And it's the same with the wrestlers. Like, the, you know, the wrestlers I have, I'd love to take those out because, you know, you want to pose them. Yeah. You want to put them, in, pose them in moves and stuff. And
0: yeah, you want to have uh, Shawn Michaels doing some sweet chin music and uh, Hunter doing the uh, the pedigree to another wrestler. Maybe, you know, has Perfect in the pedigree or pedigree, Perfect has Hunter in the old Perfect Plex.
1: Oh, I'd be putting Michaels in the Perfect Plex, sir. Screw that. But, you got um, a rude figure too, right? No, I didn't. Uh, I when I I had a a deal set up with a guy to get perfect and rude and he just wouldn't come down and then I found another guy that had ru- or, uh, perfect and and Ramon and he went for it so that's what so happened. how many how many Razor Ramones do you have or so Scott Hall I, I have one, two three four five six seven so I have eight wrestling figures in total mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Two of them are Kurt Hennig's. Two of them are Kevin Nash's. I don't even fucking like Kevin Nash. I don't mind him, but he's like not one of my favorites. Kevin Nersh. I have two Scott Halls and I have two Shawn Michaels. Hmm. <laughs> so that's my eight figures. Just the way it shook out, man. Yeah, I
0: can't I can't really say anything. My my wrestling figures are I have a mankind. I have a zombie Charlotte Flair. I have a Bray a Swamp Bray Wyatt where he has the old uh, Swamp uh, Swamp Bray Wyatt uh, garb, and then I have uh, Spooky Bray Wyatt when he was kind of in the in between the the whole uh, Swamp cult leader being some sort of supernatural entity, and then I have I have a fiend with no sleeves. I have a fiend wearing a leather jacket and a lantern, and then I have a KO uh, Kevin Owens, and then I have a fiend Bray Wyatt uh, SummerSlam uh, variant. And then I have the undertaker, uh, uh, purple or purple taker, as I guess they call it. And then I have an Alistair black. Those are my wrestling figures. Mm. So I get you. It's just how you, you just find things and you're like, Oh, that's cheap. I'm going to be like a lot of those figures I bought. They were bought at a pawn shop. I bought like, I bought the, the Kevin Owens for like four bucks. I got one of the Bray Wyatt's for like $3.
1: But see, it comes down to what we're talking about. Like what you can find around here. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go online and look for, I don't know, like a CM Punk figure, for example. But if I walked into Toys R Us tomorrow and he was amongst the AEW figures, I'd I'd grab one.
0: Well, you need it now because he may be fired. That thing, that thing's going to be worth some money.
1: I know. I don't really care about that, but it's like I don't need to have it. I like CM Punk and all that stuff, and um, I especially like him now because he's just such a prick. And I I don't know why I've got that. Like for some reason, I've got that attraction to to guys that are just like just dicks, right? Like I, and I don't mean in a sexual way. Uh, I just mean that I I think they're cool, and the more of a dick he is, the more I like him, and it's just I can't help it. So you like must love pre- MJF. That yes, I well I liked MJF anyway, but the more I hear about him too, it's just like that's awesome, and that's why I like Shawn Michaels so much. It's just the way it is. I don't know. The funny thing is, is that I hate Hogan, but, uh, yeah, like finding out how much more of a dick they are. It's like, that's awesome. Cause he can back it up.
0: And I, I don't know if he's too. like, a, he can back it up. <laughs> he, he did well, get knocked out twice in the fucking UFC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the
1: UFC is not easy, but in the wrestling world, in the wrestling world, like he makes these claims and the same thing with Shawn michaels like the guy's probably a pussy outside the ring right um but in the ring they're right like when cm punk used to say i am the best in the world or i am the best in that ring on this mic blah blah blah. he's right like he he is and it's the same thing with Shawn michaels you know he used to say in the ring he's like i'll give you the best show i or i'll give you the best show you've ever seen why because i can and yeah you're 100 right dude like you can. You, you can't say much about it.
0: Yeah. So have you, so you haven't bought anything new?
1: I have not gotten anything new. Um, life has kind of gotten in the way again. So it's like, don't really have that disposable income right now. I'm, luckily I'm not really being tempted by anything these days. So, um, it's, it's kind of gone in tandem with that so um i am expecting a, a nice little tax return so i was thinking i was going to get myself something but they're just there's not really anything out there that's hugely but you can order me. online you've ordered online because you want yeah, but it. then but then the principle comes in where you know i know this figure is about 22 23 in the wild fuck you i'm not paying you 60 dollars for it yeah like i'll I'll do it if you know like the, the merman the last figure that i got the merman uh filmation version of the classics line yeah like the guy was asking 180 or 190 or whatever and i did my research and looked up the sold prices on ebay and they're around the 200 220 mark um you know so i just threw 130 at him and knowing that i got it for 130 it's like you know, I know you only paid like $40 for this, like, you know, seven or eight years ago, but, you know, knowing that I got such a great deal on it, sure, like I'll go yeah. for it, but it's like, I want the Merman classics version, the non-filmation version, but it's like $180, $190, I'm just not doing it. Someone wants to sell that to me for $130, I'll do it. Mm. But, yeah, like, it's, man, it's just hard to find those deals.
0: Yeah, even, like, because, like, we don't even have a lot of thrift stores or or secondary shops or anything like that, really. I mean, we have two, we really only have two comic book stores in Charlottetown. Um, there's, that Collectibles Place by Owl's Hollow, which is, you know, more of a card and book and, you know, knick-knack collectible type thing. They do a lot of Funko there.
1: Funko's but dying, like, too. Well, Funko's
0: doing something. Like apparently, Funko's getting rid of a lot of their old stock. Apparently, they're they're switching something up. There's a big announcement coming to them. Like they're 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 getting rid of all their stock for some big uh, big thing. Like they're they're trying something new, is what hmm. what the what the thing is. It's like you know they had the 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 sodas and the pops. Now apparently, they're going some other realm of of toy with their saying. Like I don't know if they're going to like completely like change up their design on on some of their toys or whatever but like you know something big is probably going to happen because like toys r us is getting rid of all their funko
1: everybody's like, like
0: everything's like 11.99 12.99 the funko shops are going down like i don't think they're in, i don't think they're in jeopardy of like like going out of business because i don't understand how considering the markets like the markups for all their stuff it's crazy um like they make a it's not like they lose money on their product like, you know what i mean like some some companies they when they create a toy for the tooling and the molds and whatnot like they sell it at a loss until they sell enough to where they make make enough to pay for the tooling and then they start you know putting out the variants and whatnot so they can actually make money and that's funko's model all those variants that they put out right the glow-in-the-dark yeah. variant the one with yeah. the a purple a purple nipple or fuck whatever whatever's <laughs> wrong with it right yeah so like that's the other thing about the that's one thing of the about the toy market that really bothers me so i'll tell you a sad story so i had my first casualty fall off my shelf and break
1: oh no yeah she broke broke right off
0: Uh, my gorilla grodd figure it was the big the big ape guy and he took a header and his head came like he when he when he hit the when he hit the ground the head the head just snapped right off the pin did you see it happen no, I heard it. And I knew exactly what it was when he fell, because he's fell fallen before. And I what I did was I took a step because like he had like he's an ape. So like his feet aren't really articulated to stand on their own. Mm. Like anyway, like the, his design is I, I hate saying it, he's very top heavy. It's all like he's all barrel chested and a big fucking head and he's long longer than normal arms, so he kinda leans forward. Mm-hmm. So what I thought I would do is I tried to pose him like an ape where, you know, he was kind of bent down and his arms were, you know, touching the ground as well. So we kind of had, he was on like on all fours as opposed to trying to stand him up on two legs.
1: Yeah. So I thought I had it
0: figured out and it was, it seemed to have worked, but apparently, so it was working, but one of my other larger figures fell on top of him and knocked him forward and he, he took a header and the pin hit the pin for the head actually broke off. So it was snapped in two pieces. So I had to, I had to heat. I had to take a hair dryer and heat up the plastic so I could take the broken pin out. Now I'm just trying to find a a replacement pin so I can pop it in and then put his head back on. So right now I have a headless ape on my on my desk. I'm trying to figure out how to uh, <sighs> fix. But and then so I was thinking, well, maybe I'll replace him. Maybe I can find him, find him cheap. and uh no he's uh he's been he's about 70 bucks now and i'm just like i'm not spending 70 dollars on just because i need to replace a head so i'm thinking i'm gonna i'm trying i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to hit up the pawn shop next time i'm in town and i might drive try to find a couple figures that have that kind of pin i'm looking for if i can get them cheap i'll use i'll use a i'll cannibalize that figure so i can fix my gorilla garage so that's the plan, but who knows? I might just end up. I might use him as a headless ape, and I'll have like Predator cutting his head off or something in a in an action scene or something. So I'll have him strung up like he used to string up the uh, the bodies in his ship, or skinning them alive or something, and yeah. his head's off. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, there'll be some sort of use for him. But yeah, that was I had my first casualty, which was a little. It was kind of funny, but yeah, at least
1: it wasn't somebody like extremely important to you.
0: Well, I just I've been so when I went to, when that happened, I'm like, oh well, maybe I should kind of you know look re, re uh, look at my figures and kind of be like, okay, if this guy breaks, how like how much would it be cost to replace his parts, that sort of thing. So I was looking at my Hell Bat suit and my Tyrant Wing Batman and my Batman Who Laughs in case you know like if he falls and his leg breaks, how like how much how much is it going to cost me to replace that my my original Batman Who Laughs figure, the first figure I bought two years ago. It's gross. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely disgusting. It's like almost like, like it's a hundred dollars, and I'm like, that just doesn't doesn't make sense to me. It Doesn't make sense to me why this figure is worth a hundred dollars. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's cool, it's awesome. I don't think it's worth hundred dollars, but
1: scarcity, supply and demand, Scar- sir. Oh, I
0: know. I understand how it works. It's just, but like on principle alone, it's just a piece of PVC plastic. Like it's just, it's it's shaped cool. Is- and it's,
1: hundred dollars is nothing
0: yeah but still a hundred i don't have a hundred bucks to throw around I know that
1: no but i'm just saying like there's some figures out there man that are like thousands of dollars yeah but i'm
0: not into the like i'm not a i'm glad I'm not a retro collector because if I was a retro collector i i i wouldn't be able to do it I, i'd have nothing on my shelf
1: i can't spend no, seven hundred
0: dollars on a figure five hundred dollars on a figure that's why you,
1: that's why you have to watch the YouTubers that do it. Like this guy that I saw with the the Motu collection. He had all the original guys on card, and he had them all up on a pegboard and stuff. And it's just like, man, it looks great. And I mean, they still some of them still have. He was talking about how some of them still have uh, little little price stickers on them. Oh yeah, which he, which he thinks is cool, but he's like. I'm trying to replace these with like clean card backs. That's like, imagine having that kind of money, right? Like your most basic guy from back then, like if you just want to pick up, like I'm just trying to think of the most bland figure that I can think of. A beast, beast man. man. A beast man. That's like in his original card in decent shape. You're still looking at six, 700 bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. But if you're like looking at a Scare Glow or something, you're looking at two or $3,000. Oh,
0: a Scare Glow on card is ridiculous. It's insane. You could go, you could <laughs> like, some people have college educations in collections, man. It's crazy.
1: Yep. It's
0: like, what did you do with your college education? I became mentally ill and bought toys.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know like where these, but this guy, like this collection was insane. He had every single classics figure still mint in the box and then he had the classics loose so he made like he kind of recreated those old toy scenes that you remember like this is the guy I think I told you about that had like a slice of uh Toys R Us in his house Mm. so he had like all these like figures up on shelves and stuff and he had like he bought the Toys R Us shelving and the signage and he had that all up and then he had like a like an aquarium tank set up like remember how they used to do that in the toy stores mm mm-hmm. you'd see the aquarium tank with like a battle scene going on with the latest wave of figures so he's got like that going on and it's like man like you're stepping into 1986 right there and i get it like you walk into that room and it's 1986 again like that is friggin' awesome but it's gonna cost you it's gonna cost you like five figures at the very least to put that yeah, together
0: yeah. you're probably putting 40 50 grand into into a collection
1: yeah, easily and that's just part of his collection like just to get that like slice of to- like you know generic toy store from 1985 back but i get it like if you've got the bread why not like i'd do it what else are you going to spend it on
0: what else are you got to spend it on
1: like every time you walk into that room, it's like friggin' walking into a time portal. Like, yeah. Well, that's
0: out. that's what I like about coming upstairs. Like when I, I get home and I rough day at work, taking shitty calls all day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and decompress and come into the room, sit down, turn on the laptop, play some tunes, turn around, look at my shelves. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to do today? What am I going to play with? What am I going to look at and try to refigure out? And that's what happens. Like my, my, like I said, my shelves flux every day. Like I come in and I move something, or I play with something. It's like, oh, I don't like the way RC's standing like that. I'm gonna move her. I'm gonna bend her down on her knees, make her pose with the Whoa. gun, like she's shooting Meg- Megatron. Come where, where down, are we going? sicko.
1: Where, where are we going with that?
0: I literally told you she was gonna shoot know, Megatron just... in the face. You <laughs> sicko. It's a robot. It's a are female sh- robot. Sicko. Are you sure
1: that's not going the other way around, sir?
0: Again you are a sh- a schmuck when it comes to s- you smut peddler you
1: oh come on you that's what you were you were making jokes i know i was making mean. jokes of just posing posing a a, a toy in you an innocent manner and you decided and you decided to suggestive. take it there
0: there is you something wrong with you sir for taking it that way it's not on me just
1: though i know you. that
0: is on you i would never sir never <laughs>
1: You sick son of a bitch. That's
0: you. You said it, not me. Uh, nah. Something wrong with you. It's a robot, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's pink and all, but come on. Come on. So, what if she's the only female out of like 90 Transformers?
0: Ah, but she's not. I know. That's the I thing. Know there's,
1: I know there's other ones, but there's not too many. Like back from the original. Alita
0: 1. Yep. And then, I think it was Beasties or Beast Wars, whatever we called it here in That's Canada. That's not original,
1: though. That's not original. I'm talking about the original G1. Oh,
0: there's another girl I'm trying to remember.
1: Exactly. So there's two.
0: Windblade or something like that. My thing is, what's, what was that assassin robot in the con- that was in, in the 80s cartoon? Oh, yeah.
1: Black yes. assassin
0: robot, the, the female. What was that her, was her name? That was a female,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, my son and I just watched that episode probably a couple of weeks ago too I can't I like, remember I don't think yeah. there's ever a toy I don't think uh, there is super
0: seven made a toy oh that's cool yeah I was kind of I was trying to remember because well okay so as we, we've been talking on the last few podcasts I've delved back into reading comics which is causing my sickness to buy figures more strife than it needs to be but um, I've been reading this fucking comic book of IW, the IDW publishing uh, version of Transformers, the, what is it, uh, Phase One Cybertron something, I can't even remember what it's called. Basically, it's a, I, I have the whole 10 year collection in eight books. And I'm like going through it and I'm, like I said before, it's a struggle to get through because there's a lot of things I don't know about, so I have to go look them up, that sort of thing, and it causes you to go down rabbit holes. But anyway, I read. I just finished reading this tragic story about Cup. So I'll tell you, it's 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 going to blow your mind, and you're going to look. You'll never look at Cup the same way again. <laughs> so the whole story of this uh, this version of Transformers is um, Cybertron. You know, the the civil war happened. The War of Cybertron rise. Uh, yeah, the the War of Cybertron, the rise of Megatron and the Autobots and the the whole war. What happens is the Cybertrons dying because they can't sustain the war and the, the Energon and whatnot. So the whole premise of this book is the, the Transformers, the Decepticons and the Autobots abandoning Cybertron, leaving a few back to fight, but going out and trying to find worlds where Energon, they can basically terraform or seed the planet with Energon and try to use the planet without any of their inhabitants knowing other than you know Megatron just is like, I'm taking over, I'm seeding this world and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like this universe, universal war. There's different factions of Decepticons and Autobots everywhere in certain planets and whatnot. So what happened was, is on one of these uh, missions, Cup and tr- I think a Cup and a, another Transformer. His name is evading me right now. Go to this planet, and what happens is, it was seeded by Shockwave with this unstable energon and these energon crystals are growing, but they're radioactive, and what they do is they cause basically um, terrors, and, and basically the radiation just basically makes them go crazy, and basically their core starts to go nuclear. They're, it's gonna melt, they're gonna go into meltdown. And they can't get off the planet because it, it, it basically fried all their, uh, their electronics, and they can't get off planet, they can't get off world. So, yeah. t- so what happens is, is during the day, when the, the sun is up and whatnot, the uh, the planet, like the crystals are, st- are talking to these guys and whatnot. Like it's basically dementia. Like it's this drug psychosis. And <clears throat> Cup ends up killing the Transformer he was on planet with because he thought it was a monster. Because at night, the uh, radiation basically takes over and basically makes them go into the psychosis where they thought they were being attacked by monsters each one of them thought they were, uh, the other's monster, the other's enemy. And they were fighting for like months on this planet against each other, trying to survive, but they're friends, but they don't realize it at yeah. night. They don't realize it during the day. They're fine. They don't, they don't yeah, even remember going, fighting at night.
1: They're going through a psychosis. Yeah. Right. So anyway,
0: cup kills, kills off the, uh, the other transformer. And then there's a rescue mission that happens. And then what happens is, is the other Transformers like Trailbreaker, Sunstreaker, and all these guys are sending a rescue party down, but they're sending them down in this armor that's foreign to him and he doesn't recognize them as Autobots. So he's fucking wasting all these Autobots that are trying to save him because he's in this psychosis. Mm. And anyway, this goes on for like a, a few months or whatever. And everyone's like, why are you just trying to save Cup? Like, he's he's an old man, just let him die. And then like, because uh. The bond between Trailbreaker and Cup is like a father-son. Whole other story, but like they're really close. But he wants to save them. So he keeps throwing all these resources, like all these plebe autobots. He's sending them down in fucking this armor.
1: But the Cup Richards. thinks it's,
0: yeah, he he keeps thinking, Cup keeps thinking it's it's uh, monsters. Because they go down at night because the, if it, the radiation is highest during the day with the sun beating on these crystals and causing this radiation. So they go down at night, and that's when his psychosis takes over. So he's just killing all these Autobots and doesn't know it, but he does because it's—it's it's basically just causing him. It's like uh, hallucinations. So he has moments of clarity where he's—you know—he's killing an—he's he, killing this monster, but then he sees a flash of an Autobot's face that he knows. And he, <laughs> he, he just realizes he kills them, and then what happens is—is is finally they—they they rescue him. They get him off planet. But his body is so like they haven't seen they weren't able to. I think this went on for decades. I think is if I remember right, because um, because of the radiation uh, disease and, and basically the wear and tear on his body, his body is his body is irreparable. They they can't put him back together. So they just have him living on life support. And then hmm. you know that's 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 the one chapter. And then you know flash forward a few years. Um, Perceptor figures out a way to basically make cup whole again and basically builds him up to where, you know, he's he has a body somewhat, you know, kind of a he's a hybrid of old transformer and new transformer technology. Yeah. And but what happens is is he has this psychosis where, you know, he he has PTSD where he realizes that he's now killing uh he was killing Autobots. So he's just he's always crazed. So what they did was they created this cigar like thing for him and he when he puts the cigar in it actually gives him a little hint of this drug and it keeps all the all the dementia and the PTSD and the flashbacks away so he's normal but if that if the, that cigar ever is like empties of whatever's in there or it gets lost or whatever he can go back into the psychosis and just think he's on back on planet and you'll just start killing everybody again <laughs> But this is how Cup is living right now. He always has to have this cigar stuck in this mouth. Like it always looks like this little cigar. Anyway, I thought that story was really, really interesting and crazy because, like, who would have thought Cup? Like Cup is this badass motherfucker who's killing everybody because he's in this.
1: It's taking characters that didn't really get the spotlight back in the day to just for something new. Like everyone's done, you know, where Optimus Prime is you know, the center, or Megatron is the center, like, let's try something different.
0: Yeah, it was just this nice little spotlight story of, you know, what happened to Cup? Because I was reading stories, like, as, as the books progress, like, they always, they kind of ebb and flow with flashbacks and stuff, but I was reading this book, like, in in one of the stories, it's like Cup is on Bossing people around, and they're like, "Why are we listening to this psycho? Like, do we not remember what he did?" And everyone's like, "Shh, shut, shut up! You know it's okay. It's okay. It's fixed." <laughs> yeah, because like funny. he doesn't like because he doesn't remember it. Like his his memory was wiped, and this yeah. the, the cigar allows him to keep those memories at bay. So if that it's cigar goes, thing. all of a sudden it's supr- the suppression comes up, and then he just probably will lose his mind and start killing just folk go
1: again. Domestic. But like so there it's, was- sorry go ahead. Don't go ahead no 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 go ahead sorry um so there was uh, i was gonna say because this kind of reminds me of another storyline and i don't remember where i heard it it might have been you that told it to me for all i know um there's a, a storyline in one of the comics where there's this planet that can absorb uh like mental issues so like throughout the galaxy so this is where they kind of send like the most ruthless you know like um in like people that have said that you know you can't rehabilitate them they send them to this planet and they hook into the planet their brain actually hooks into the planet and the planet scrubs them of these dark thoughts and it actually helps them to become more mentally stable it's in the transformers universe, but it's not just transformers. It's like the, the rogues gallery of the universe. They send them to this planet. And so the Decepticons get wind of this. And so they decide, okay, well, we're going to send Galvatron there. Cause he's completely fucking nuts. So let's like, let's get him to be more like Megatron where, you know, he was more cool calculating, he could actually like put together a plan without losing his mind let's let's send galvatron here so eventually they do get galvatron to this planet they hook him into the system but he's so crazy that he actually corrupts the planet have you read this or heard of this storyline
0: no you didn't hear that from me no
1: okay so anyway i thought that was a really cool concept i was hoping it was you so you could shed more light on it but i don't i couldn't even tell you to direct you to where to to find that i guess you could probably look it up online if you if you were interested in it but i just i found that one interesting like of all the like the criminals and stuff and they went into like great detail about how crazy like we're talking like the charles manson types that this planet has cured but they they hook galvatron up to it and he's just so crazy and so manipulative and so like actually cunning and calculated that he managed to override this this thing and turn and corrupt the planet but nobody knows about it so i guess they're taking like they start taking like normal people there and hooking them up and they're turning them into like this army of crazy people that does sound very interesting yeah
0: i'll have to go down a rabbit hole tonight
1: so i thought that was kind of cool to give you know more layers to galvatron because i mean back in the day like they spent a lot of time on megatron and don't get me wrong that's awesome i was never really a huge galvatron guy but i mean all we knew about galvatron was is oh he's crazy well here's
0: the funny thing the in the book i'm reading now like the stories i'm reading now galvatron is a separate entity it's not megatron reimagined and it's like telling me it's it's mind-blowing because it's just like uh i really don't know how i feel about this it's the same thing with like uh Ultra Magnus, Ultra Magnus isn't like the secondary leader. He's like this fucking bounty hunter that just goes and tries to capture all these criminals. Like he's after all these certain Decepticons like Scorponok and, and Bombshell because they, those guys are like the, the really smart uh, trans, or Decepticons that like try to, you know, use technology to further advance the Decepticon race. Yeah. But yeah, so like they, he was did like this one uh, Transformer. I think it was, a. Uh, I think it, yeah, I think it was Scorponok he's a big tech guy so he stole a bunch of technology he flew out to this other planet and started creating like human transformer hybrids and then he called them pretenders so like that's how that's that's the pretenders in that story it's these humans that he built and, and manipulated and and did all these you know horrible torturous experiments on those are the pretenders and then like you find out like there's this other race of like people that were like banished banished to a, a planet like this hellscape and then they they absorb these type of powers and they're they're kind of like, uh, they're the monstructors is what they're called. Like they're these monstrous looking transformers. So it's like, there's so many new like transformers that I, I, I'm i learning about, which is really neat. But then like, now that I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, I really want to go back and read the UK transformer stuff again, because like, you know, that stuff was like really crazy stories with, you know, Ratbat is the, the Decepticon leader and his rise to power and like there's so many really cool stories, so it's a lot of it's a lot of fun to play around with those, uh, with with that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, I wish I was into comics. I just, I don't know. Like even the, the comics. Like when I when I gave you those He-Man comics and uh, I I read through them like before I gave them to you and I just there's these two that I decided to keep. Um, it's just uh, I was telling you about it before where, you know. Prince Adam decides that he doesn't want to be He-Man anymore and he throws away the sword and the sword goes into like this weird dimension and they find out that it's actually in the future that this thing goes and so you know Man-at-Arms he's got to get the power sword back so Man-at-Arms builds this thing where he can go into the future and he finds out that it's like it's that timeline where He-Man no longer exists And, of course, Skeletor takes over and claims that He-Man is dead, which, in a sense, he is. A really cool, you know, really cool story. And uh, I love time travel, and it's like a, it's, you know, it's an alternate timeline kind of thing. But I found it still kind of a chore to read through it all. And, I mean, it only took me, you know, a total of 20 minutes to read both comics it was just like, there were some parts where I was just like, oh, like, this is a chore. I could just, I don't know, never into comics. It's just so you gotta, weird.
0: You just got to find something you're really into. That's the thing. But like, this is
1: the thing. Like, these stories are interesting. Like, I'd love to read that comic series where, you know, Megatron was the gladiatorial fighter and he decided to, you know, fight back kind of thing. And, I mean, that story interests me. But I'd rather just, like, I don't know. I'd rather just read it on Wikipedia or something instead of like going through a comic book. I can't follow a comic book. I don't know what it is. It's like, you
0: just don't understand the rules of
1: reading a comic book. The drawings with all the speech bubbles and stuff. And it's just like, I don't like that format. I just don't. You can, you
0: could do audiobooks. There's a lot of audiobooks of of the, the transformer series.
1: But the funny thing is, is if it was in a novel, like in a novel format where it was just words, maybe you have a picture or two on a, on a page, but I could, I could read through that. No problem. It's just a comic book. Like it's Walking too visually
0: Dead. stimulating, stimulating for you.
1: I don't know if that's what it is, but The Walking Dead is an, is a great example. Like it's a, it's, you know, it's graphic novel and all those things. And I've tried to pick them up and read them because I would like to see how different they are from the show. And it's like, I get into it and I get into page like four or five. And I'm just like, this just isn't doing it for me. But I got the, the, there's a four part novel series on, you know, my favorite character from the series is the governor. And there's like a four book novel series on and they're, you know, they're each about 350 pages, uh, three, three fifty. I zoomed through those in about a week. It's just the way it's set up. I don't know what it is.
0: Some people just don't enjoy, like like I said, the visual stimulation of, of the art. Some people rather just read the words and that's it.
1: I guess that's what it is. I'd rather imagine all the scenes and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Because when I read a book, like it plays through my head like a movie. And I guess maybe if you're reading the comic, the stuff's already there. I don't know what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's just the, the – the it's it's too visual for you because it's – the thing about a comic book is it's not it's not in what really is in the co- in in the comic books itself, like the the words. It's more of what's on the page.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It like you can read like I myself I find myself uh, when I read certain comic books like if it, there's a lot of words on the page I'm just like I really just want to look at the fucking art like wh- why is all these
1: words here? Um, oh, and I can appreciate the art absolutely. But so, as far as like, like following the story, it's just like meh.
0: Still left to right, man. Still left to right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know. <laughs> Although when you read manga, it's right to left, which was a lot of fun to learn. I uh, interesting. Well, yeah. So the my daughter she she reads a lot of the manga series. She has like Ruby and I, I uh, think it's Spy Family and a couple other ones. She has a few series on and I, I I was reading one, and the first thing I did was when I picked up the book, I you know, flip it over and I'm starting to read, like I was going left to right. And then I realized this is the ending and I'm like, Oh, it goes the opposite way. So yeah, it was interesting to, to read a book that way. It took me a, it took me a minute to figure out how, like the format, like, okay, if I'm reading from back to like, my way is front to back, but I'm actually going back to front now based on my, the way my brain works. Cause that's how I've read for years, like decades. And then I have this book where I have to open it from right to left. Do I read right to left? No, you still leave. You still read left to right. The pa- the panels are the same. It's just the the format of the book is just made for a, different. It's we're very strange. It's very foreign. So reading that is very interesting. I'm just kind of like it. Kind of just throws me off for a second because <laughs> like every time I open a page, I'm like, oh, oh no, wait, nope, still the same format, left to right on the on the comic panels, but I'm going right to left in in going through the book. It fucks you up sometimes. Yeah, it would. But yeah, so you uh so no purchases, uh you haven't really read a whole lot of uh comic books since you don't enjoy them. Um you 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 mentioned that you you're, you gave up on uh The Last of Us. What I happened? I gave
1: up on The Last of Us. I just I don't know. It's it's gotten very boring. Um I just I found myself not really caring about the characters. Uh I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um do you think and here's
0: this is this is what I sometimes think when I'm watching things is like I'm thinking I'm too bitter and old and jaded to watch this because I feel like I already know what's going to happen
1: yes that's that's part of it like I think the Walking Dead kind of soured me on like maybe the whole genre um because we've done the zombie thing many times, and we've you know we've been down this road many times, like the first episode was decent. But once his daughter died, I kind of knew where things were going. It's like, okay, eventually, and I never played the game, so I didn't have any prior knowledge. He's going to meet up with a young girl that reminds him of his daughter, and she's going to be important for some reason, or he's just going to find her, and he's going to look at it as his second chance. Maybe at first he's going to be like he'll reject her a little bit because he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to have those feelings for somebody again, where he feels he has to protect her and then just to lose her again. Yeah, that story played out, that story arc played out many times in the walking dead. Um, and I just, as soon as like we found out that the, uh, and again, no prior knowledge of the game or anything of like the, that nature. But as soon as I saw that it was a little girl or a teenage girl, roughly the age of his daughter, And then you kind of saw how they interacted at first, where it was like, he just, he's like, yeah, do this, do that. Just go to bed, blah, blah, blah. And then the cracks start showing where she'll tell like one of her really lame jokes and he'll smile. And it's just like, oh, this is just so predictable. And it's like, I don't have it in me to follow this again. I just don't. So.
0: Thanks, Walking Dead. Thanks.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's The Walking Dead, but it's also like every other horror movie we've ever watched, right? Like, it's just, it's like the cheap jump scares, and it's like, I don't find anything psychological about it. Um, you know, like, we've been down this path so many times. It was interesting at first because it was a new spin on it. It's like, okay, like, I, like that, that fungus that, takes over insects minds and turns them into zombies and stuff. I found it interesting. And yeah, what an interesting concept if that was ever passed on to humans, but it's just, I don't know.
0: Just not into it. Hey, eh? just not feeling it. Just I'm only up. I'm only up to episode four, so I haven't finished it yet. That was the last um, episode. I just, I, watched. I just find it such a downer. It's a downer of a show. Everybody dies right now. So it's just like, everyone's dying. So it's just kind of like you know like there's no there's no real happiness other than when they're they have their banter and he's like do what i say and then you know the the whole jokey hokey thing where you know he's she's slowly growing on him although yes. you know you're just cargo but he's not yeah, yeah. like I, I like i completely understand it's very it's a very uh, how do i put it it's a derivative, derivative. story very derivative um, but you know because we're older we've watched so much shit um, we're so kind of desensitized so like it's really hard to i hate saying it it's hard to impress some some people's some of the audience like us because we watched all the horror shit growing up as kids we watched yeah. you can we see all the all the, influences. the yeah you see you see the where the influencers are coming from you're just kind of like yeah but i like the original better than what i'm watching right now yeah,
1: It makes like, me go back and watch the originals of it
0: yeah, like don't get me wrong, like I always thought The Last of Us had a really great story. Um I didn't I wasn't again, never played the game, never uh never, you know, delved into that universe, you know, other than what I've seen on, you know, video game reviews and stuff like that. So, like I'm not I'm not completely like oh, this is the greatest story ever because like I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I didn't play through the game, therefore I don't really have any points of reference other than I know Ellie's the the protagonist, the 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 focal point, because she's the one with the cure or whatever.
1: The immunity, yeah.
0: Anyway, so it's just kind of like, you know, what's going to happen? Oh, they're going to capture her, and then they're going to find out that, you know, for them to make the cure, they're probably going to have to kill her or some shit like that, right? And she's like,
1: going to make the ultimate sacrifice. and That's where I see it going.
0: Yeah, like some something like that. But I, you, know, you don't know, but you're kind of like, you, you kind of have an idea where it's going to go, and you're just like, oh, I see, I kind of know what the writing is, I really don't have to watch this. I can kind of can figure it out, and then I can just say, tell people, yeah, I kind of dabbled, I didn't watch, but you kind of know what happens. Like, if somebody asks you, you know, oh, did you see the ending? I'm like, no, but I got a pretty good idea what happened. And then you tell them, they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. So I'm like, yeah, kind of figured. <laughs>
1: like, See, like, the thing is, there's so much content out there, and that's that's not a complaint. I mean, that's great, and we've talked about that before, where you know if you don't like something you just don't watch it like it's 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 not that big of a deal um but there's just so much out there and like it just seems like you know you've got friends in your ear and they're like you gotta watch this you gotta watch that And like i haven't even watched game of thrones yet and i've got everybody on me about that like oh you've got to watch that yeah like,
0: see the thing is is like you wouldn't like it because it's fantasy sucks. bullshit well you wouldn't like ending, it because it's
1: fantasy bullshit There's that. And I've tried to tell people that I'm like, that's just not my thing. Like I know there's a series coming out about fallout. I'll watch the shit out of that and see what that's like, because that's interesting to me. But the whole, yeah, the whole fantasy thing, it doesn't, it doesn't do it. It doesn't, just doesn't do it for me. Which is kind
0: of, which is kind of ironic considering you're a He-Man person, which is, you know, dragon's fantasy, but in sci-fi-ish type style. Uh,
1: But that's, that's when I was a kid. Like, I kind of, I don't want to, like, I'm not trying to sound like one of those snobs or anything. And I don't mean it this way. Like, people that are into that stuff, cool. But I, I kind of grew it. Like, I prefer Star Wars over Lord of the Rings. Like, that's, like, I watched the Lord of the Rings movie once. Like, the the three original trilogy movies. I watched them once. And it's, like, cool. Like, literally, Clerks 2, three movies of walking. Well, you know, I remember the scene where he's making fun of it. And it's like, that's how I felt. Even the trees walked in those movies. And that's exactly how I felt when I watched those movies. Just doesn't do it for me whatsoever. I don't care about the the dragons. I don't care about the characters coming to life. You know, I read one of the books as a kid. I'm pretty sure it was a a book report thing. Just doesn't do it for me. But Star Wars, it's different. Um, It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, uh, that, that's just an example. Like Game of Thrones, I've got everyone on me to watch Game of Thrones. And then there's like True Detective, like, oh, you got to watch True Detective. Like, you know, it's, it's one of the greatest series ever made. And that's just like,
0: see, I would disagree with that. Cause I watched True Detective. I thought it was very, a very, very, it was trying to do like a film noir kind of risky detective show where it's kind of being like, oh, it's more of a thriller it's just like, this is not like, but I guess the first the- one, the first one was good because it had that whole, like, you know, cult kind of vibe. Like, oh, there's this cult selling people trying to, you know, that sort of thing. But then you find out it's just some fucking hokey fucking two bit family. That was just fucking inbred and crazy. And it's just, it's just weird. It was just a weird watch because you're like- learning more. You're learning more about like the, the backstory of the detectives and you know, basically they their, trials and tribulations, but like, it's, it's, you're, you're learning about these characters through this horrible thing that's happening to find out that the, the two people that you're rooting for are actually really horrible people. (laughs) That's, that's essentially what, that's the film that like, that's the whole show. And that's, that's every season. That's every season is just like, it's, it's this horrible thing of like, somebody gets abducted and there's a serial killer or whatever, but the two people that are trying to capture the serial serial killer are just as bad or worse. Yeah. Yeah
1: i watched like and i guess that was kind of the the whole draw of true detective was like the guest stars and because i think like i can't remember some of them i know in season two it's colin farrell and he's basically the bad detective or the bad lieutenant like that's that's basically what he is like he just plays by his own rules he doesn't give a shit oh my favorite
0: my one of my favorite things in that in that second season with colin farrell is when he goes like his kid the bully's you know, the boy yeah the, the, yeah the, he beats oh, up this boy's scene. dad it's a great, great scene, scene but it's funny because all it is is over a pair of sneakers <laughs> like yep. it's just and it's just like but it, it just isn't. goes in no it, it isn't because, it isn't because just... the, the kids being a psychopath is the the one that was brutalizing his kid like his son but like yeah when he goes like he's like your dad home uh no and he's like yeah and then his dad comes out and he just fucking fucks up the dad and he goes this is going to be you if you keep going the right you're going well he the thing oh, is, is puts, it's funny, he,
1: he puts on the uh he puts on the brass knuckles and he punches his father,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he tries to get away. He's like, Oh, you're going to run out on your dad? He's doing this for you. And then he smashes him again. And then <laughs> he goes, well, I'm trying to remember the exact words. I'll probably screw it up. But doesn't he say something to the effect of, If I ever hear of you doing anything to my son or any other kid again at the school, I'll butt fuck your father's, I'll butt fuck your father with your mother's headless corpse right on this line <laughs> or it's like holy crap
0: no he said i'm going to butt your mother as a headless corpse
1: something like that yeah he's going
0: to kill you basically i'm going to come back here and beat up your dad (laughs) kill kill your mother
1: and fuck her corpse on the
0: front lawn or something but see like
1: like to me and being like like we've talked about this before like being somebody that just had a brutal time in junior high school and a little bit in high school and and the way i am with my son like when he comes home and he says you know i had a rough time with so and so i just want to go over there immediately right um i can i can kind of empathize with that character i know it's wrong you can't do those things but wouldn't you just love to do it once just once and just go over there and 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 just do what he does but yeah like and i get that because his son like he's such an alpha male and he's such a like a an imposing personality and his son is just so laid back and just and of course you know the whole the whole situation we're here and the son's mother are no longer together and all that stuff and she's with somebody else who hates his guts um just and and the funny thing is is i've heard season two is the worst out of the three seasons but it's probably the season i'm most interested in seeing i like colin farrell anyway i think he's a great actor um but it's like that character and i I think he has the redemption arc at the end of it
0: no there's no redemption arc i thought
1: doesn't doesn't he get in trouble with like a bunch of drug dealers and then he gets into like a shootout in the woods and he takes them out
0: uh I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I watched it. Um I don't th- I think it's I think it's more of a he was he was involved with the drug dealers and he's doing something scuzzy and they were coming after him and then Yeah, he, like he, I was just gonna he, say he, he, he made it he made it <laughs> beneficial for him to basically he doesn't he do it re- for the right reasons. No, he kill he kills all these drug dealers as a, as opposed to like because he owes them money, but if he kills them first, then he doesn't owe anything. <laughs> to, I think that was it's, the premise. It's been it's so not, long, it's been a while ago.
1: It's not cuz he's doing like this is the right thing to do for society it's because I don't want to get killed. I <laughs> see how long yeah, I can Yeah, essentially, last. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's but, it's but interesting like to see that. Yeah, I like that. It's it's like that's so awesome and I think like Vince Vaughn is in season 3 or something, isn't he? Like I think Vince Yeah, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn is in, in
0: season 3. McConaughey he was in it was Woody Harrelson and McConaughey in season 1. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: And it was a it was an interesting uh show. I remember watching it going like I, I see the appeal it's not my thing. I found it interesting to watch, but again, not, I watched it just for the sake of saying, Hey, I watched it because it was the new hot thing. Um, I don't do that anymore. I used to, but I find myself, I'm, I'm going back nostalgia wise and just watching a lot of shit that, you know, nobody cares about. Like we have this ongoing thing where me and the swamp ninja are watching, you know, Japanese Spider-Man from the seventies, which is fucking hilarious to watch. It's so bad, but it's so good. Like, the theme song is so bad. Uh, it's just, he's an emissary from hell, Spider-Man. And he has a robot that transforms. It's it's insane.
1: Yeah. But I just like getting back to my original point. Like, there's so much content out there that you kind of have to, you, you do. You have to be choosy. And if it's a series like The Last of Us that's kind of going down that road, that's just like, eh, uh, it just doesn't interest me.
0: Been there, done that. Cut the cord, that. Yeah. so
1: you can watch something else you want to watch.
0: Yeah, I've uh, like everyone keeps on telling me I got to watch Better Call Saul. I have no interest whatsoever,
1: none. Now, see, I would get on that train, but I get it. Like, if that's not something that interests you, then did well, you well, it's watch just more Rick?
0: of a like it's a it's a character where I I, I was introduced to him as Breaking Bad, and I'm like, I just don't want, I don't care about his backstory. I found him and as a very fair. secondary character, and I was like, I don't, I don't need to know what your fucking your origin story man i don't care you're you're, you're the scummy lawyer i get it you did a lot of scummy things cool
1: (laughs) it's uh it's it's interesting um did you watch all of breaking bad oh yeah now see i love that series and i love that character of of saul because i always love the slimy i just like that kind of character you relate um yeah, well, it's not that I, I don't relate. You, it's you just, relate. I, you relate. I always love those slimy characters. And yeah, because you
0: want to be that slimy character, but yeah, you of can't. course,
1: of course. So um, you want to be
0: a slimy character. You want to be a dick, but you don't want so to be his, a dick. To, oh, not you're in, not living your not true life, his. man. It's not. <laughs> <in> them, <I'm laughs> you you got You gotta
1: be a dick, and you gotta be that dick. <laughs> I don't have a law degree, man. If I <laughs> oh, law but you could be slimy. I, you can be. Slimy. If I had a law, if I had a law degree, I would be him. Um. So the, it's interesting because I'm not going to get too much into it, but I'll just tell you it is an origin story, but it's also what where did he end up? So they kind of tell you the two stories in tandem, which is really cool. They show you where he is. Like you remember at the you know his, his story arc in Breaking Bad is that he ends up going to you know that guy that makes people disappear and gives them new identities and all that stuff. Um, and you remember that you know Saul had to go through that. So it shows him like what happened after Breaking Bad. So he's like this, he works at like a Cinnabon, like he's the manager of a Cinnabon basically. But it also shows you what he was doing leading up to Breaking Bad and meeting Walter White. So it's kind of like, this is where he is now, this is how he got there. So it kind of tells them, it kind of tells the two stories in tandem and it ends with what happened to him like where did he end up ultimately so it is interesting um i found those two series kind of an exception to the rule because most series like especially from what i've heard of uh game of thrones as time goes on it gets boring and it's like this should have ended like four seasons ago or three seasons ago walking dead's another great example great show in the beginning by about season seven, it was done. Um, the thing with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is they friggin' got better as time went on. Like the last episodes of both of those series are two of the strongest episodes in each of those series. You oh, I love Breaking closure. Bad.
0: Like the like the last of Breaking Bad. Well, did, do you get full closure in Breaking Bad? Because do we know if Walter died? Like, Or did he yeah, go he to was, jail?
1: Well, he was laying on the ground and he bled out well he, he was, was bleeding out he, he didn't
0: see him die like it didn't he also go, like,
1: he also he didn't stop like, breathing his cancer was
0: also back yeah so but he could still he could still you know he could be no, in jail like riddled with cancer being ah, just yeah. oh man imagine that imagine if they did an extended storyline i think that'd be kind of neat
1: they did they did a, a follow-up movie called el camino um a breaking bad story it sucked but yeah walter white is dead so well, i never followed.
0: watched the el camino thing no
1: it's not worth it don't even bother it's just basically what happened to jesse after breaking bad
0: oh yeah because he yeah. was still with the the inbred family What what, are, what were their names god what was the name of that family that well they weren't were... inbred
1: they were like friggin' nazis like skin well skin. yeah
0: but they're i call them inbred that's fine, that's fine.
1: um <laughs> when you say inbred i think of like the goalers or like the, the you think people. of hill, the hills have eyes yes exactly <laughs> um but uh, yeah it's it's i mean it's not really you can watch it if you want obviously but it's you don't need to but walter white is definitely dead um but yeah like uh, just you know getting back like you have to spend your time wisely it's like the star wars um the star wars universe i have no interest in the mandalorian people think i'm nuts but um i'm uh I think
0: that uh, I think Mandalorian is just a, a slow burn. That's the thing. It, they're trying to make it a very, very uh, slow burn film, um, or series, I guess, because like it's a lot of story. They're putting a lot of things in there. Like they're not they're not rushing the story, not like yeah. Obi Wan. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't like like that quick satisfaction well, I think they of just had one mind. and done type thing yeah
1: yeah they had that in mind from the very beginning it's like what did obi-wan do between this and this but my gripe with the mandalorian is, is okay yeah he's got this special bond with friggin' grogu i get it like it's the adventures of the mandalorian and grogu i just don't care and then they kind of i felt they kind of resorted to okay well we're going to bring all these characters you know and love back as kind of a cheap way to like maybe get you in like here's Bubba Fett and here's Luke Skywalker. And I've heard rumors about the third season. Now that something to do with a Jar Jar Binks redemption story. And it's like, man,
0: I don't know how you redeem Jar Jar. I really don't other than, you know, (laughs) like I'm thinking, you know, what needs to happen is we need to hear that. We need John wicket. We need, we need the Ewok story of them being the fucking bloodthirsty feral, society they were on endor that were you know defeating the 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 republic right See, that's what we that, need i watched watch the shit out of that like that'd be great like these little cute cuddly, cuddly uh characters and then all of a sudden you know they like you said like when they're celebrating and they got all the stormtrooper helmets as as uh you know uh drums you know there were skulls in there they they rip those heads off they're they're not yep. they just didn't take the helmet they're those are trophies They're. <laughs> they're dancing on they're dancing on graves man that's what they're doing they're playing well, the bongos
1: as i said how did princess leia get that dress and stuff like they've killed people and taken their stuff they've eaten people and taken their shit yeah <laughs> they were going to roast them remember they were exactly. on the rotisserie they were,
0: oh, they, were, they were
1: they were they were all set up to be roasted it's like these like this isn't the first time they've done this
0: yeah like uh, and that's that's the story i want to i want to see i want to see the ewoks be this badass like uh you know kind of like the wookies the wookies and the ewoks are the most you know feared uh <laughs> species or some shit right
1: i guess i don't know
0: i don't know if you've seen it but like uh i think they got a new uh swamp ninja and, and buckshot they got the uh uh the other chewy character what's his name kazarni Kazarn- oh the
1: black Kazantian.
0: yeah that's him they got it they He's got a, a figure of him. I don't know if you've seen it on our social media, but they they got a picture of the figure, and he's holding a drink and a skateboard. I don't know where Swamp Ninja gets all these little accessories, but I got to ask him because like it's hilarious
1: from from everything else. But you watched the Boba Fett series, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, like so you know how badass that character is. Yeah, like he was ripping arms off people. Like yeah, Yeah. I get it. And and took like bullets and shit. Like he's not just Chewy. Like he's Chewy friggin times ten. Like he's a nut.
0: Yeah, well, he's a bounty hunter, so it's it's the bounty hunter Chewie. Yeah. Just like you could say that, you know, Boba Fett was the bounty hunter Han, really, when you think about it. Just, well, you know, he gone was, bad.
1: Uh, yeah. But uh, I just, like, that interests me because it's Boba Fett. Now, there was definitely parts in the series that were pretty hokey. Like him, you know, him riding the, I could have done without him riding the friggin' Rancor. Like, that was cheesy as fuck.
0: I do I, yeah, it was, the, it, it should have just been, let, let's, it should have be been honest. the rancor, he just let the rancor loose and let kill everybody. Let the rancor
1: loose and the rancor goes ballistic in the streets, cool, I can deal with that, but him riding it, no, that's, that's dumb, and the visuals <laughs> were dumb.
0: Yeah, the, just, I mean, it, it looked cool, but it wasn't, it wasn't executed very well, just, just basically the way the story was written, again, rushed a little bit, you know what I mean, like it. You know, he just, he only had the Rancor like three episodes. So how much yeah. time was in there in that three episodes? Exactly. How, like, it was just exactly. like, how do you, how do you train a Rancor in like a day? Like, I don't think that's how that works.
1: No, no. Yeah. It was like just. That guy, it, it's that, a, that guy that cries in, in uh, return of the Jedi when the Rancor is killed, he didn't just spend three days with that Rancor.
0: No, he loved that Rancor. He Maybe a little too it, much.
1: <laughs> raised it from an egg, I would say. Maybe a little too much. Do rancors come out of eggs? I don't even know. Oh, um, who knows?
0: They look like mammals, so they're probably live birth, which would be just grotesque to see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I just, I just, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to be delivering that baby. Um, uh, so uh, like, you just, you got to be choosy of your of your stuff. And as I said, like Last of Us just. I was having like PTSD of The Walking Dead, and it's like by season six, I don't still want to be watching this thing. So I don't think
0: it's going to last a bunch of seasons. I think they're going to be like it's going to be like a limited series. It'll probably like two or three seasons because like I don't think there's a Last of Us three coming out. Like you know, I don't think there's another video game to to you know base any uh, story off of. So, but I again, I don't know. Who knows? Speaking of video games, have you been playing anything other than the retro shit you're into?
1: No um i've just i've pretty much wrapped up uh fallout on survival so i'm kind of down to the last mission where i have to get into the institute and i've just kind of been putting it off a little bit um no like sarah and i have been, I've been watching a lot of movies lately so and i told you about like the movies that i've been getting into with the you know the 70s apocalyptic theme um that's green soylent I and mean. 1984 soylent green. soylent green uh just watched the omega man a little a little while ago a few days ago um you know planning on watching planet of the apes i mean i know the story but i'd still like to see the you know or you watching Game the new one the or the apes. old one the old one <laughs> the one with charlton Haston. Um, you know, evasion of the Body Snatchers. I, I watched that one. I'm just, uh, what's the other one I want to go or I want to see? Um, what was it? Rollerball games or something? Rollerball. There's a yeah. Rollerball. Yeah, that was that was the one you guys were suggesting, and that's like I looked up the top apocalyptic movies of like the 70s and 80s, and that was on there. So I I plan on going through that list, knocking those out
0: getting all caught up on nostalgia that you missed
1: well it's 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 the stuff that like i i like to pick out certainly because you know me i'm huge into conspiracy theories and things like that and uh watching these movies i'm like okay that's where they got that from and that's where they got that from and it's just interesting to see
0: no, I, I completely agree. Like it's it's fun to go back and watch and just kind of have that revisionist look at it and be like, oh, this is why that they're even referencing this. This is where this this is this is where this actually came from, that sort of thing. And then you can kind of go down that rabbit hole of looking, re-looking up those conspiracy theories and being like, oh, maybe some of this is true.
1: <laughs> well, you know me. I think all of it's true. I I think we will be eating government paste in about ten years. You know that oh now whether it'll be be, whether it'll be people or not i'm not sure it might be
0: just yeah just bone dust we're just eating bone dust paste
1: but the funny thing is is one thing i did pick up is Mm -hmm. uh obviously you know the the band green day yeah and you remember how like they got political sometimes like american idiot and you know there's a lot of political um comments commentary in their songs and stuff Well, when i was watching soylent green um the the way the story goes i'll just give you like a a quick setup here so it's it's a a government issued for lack of a better word you know just food they come in these little like almost like these wafers Mm. and uh like there's soylent yellow there's soylent green there's uh, soylent green's the new one that no one knows much about yet but like there's soylent yellow which is made out of like vegetables and and nutrients and things like that and i think there's like a a soylent orange which is like fruits and and stuff like that and then there's this new thing called soylent green so you have to go to this marketplace with your government chits and you you purchase the you know the the various tablets of soylent Uh, Like meat is illegal. You know, you can't have private farms, none of this stuff, which is, you know, kind of what we're seeing today with the way things are going. Um, But one of the things like in the marketplace, it's like today is Soylent Yellow Day where like Soylent Yellow is like half price, you know, half the amount of chits to buy it. But But Tuesday is Soylent Green Day. And the way it's written on the thing is like Tuesday is And then it's like another little piece says Soylent. And then the last little pit says Green Day. So I kind of Mm -hmm. thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if that's where they got the name of their band from, Green Day.
0: Are you you picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up what you're putting down. It just seems, yeah, probably, more than likely.
1: (laughs) So I just, yeah, so it's just little stuff like that that I picked up. And it's, as I said, like, it's, it's written right there on the last, like, it's almost like a garage door. So if you picture like three garage doors next to each other and the last one just says Green Day on it, it's like, okay, that's uh, probably where they got that from. So it's just yeah. little shit like that. Like almost like Easter eggs, like retro Easter eggs. Cause obviously they had no idea what the band Green Day was. Uh, at or time. did they? They're time yeah. travelers. That's right. That's a whole other thing to get into, but, uh, yeah, I just, there's 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 no time
0: travel, sir. You know that, you know, better.
1: I know. I wish there was, but, uh, you also see like, again, retro East, like retroactive Easter eggs, which I think are really cool. Um, like in Omega man, there's a ton of them and you can see like, okay, that's where this movie got that concept from. Or that's a, a play like you, you see it spoofed in places. That's like okay, that's where they got that from. Yeah, it's really it's really cool.
0: So we're almost out of time. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question to you um, since you know we're almost we're almost done here. So maybe food for thought. We can talk about it on the next pod. Um, are you going to watch the next uh, the new uh, Transformers movie? Because it's, uh, it's not a Bayverse movie. It's a, it's a completely different director.
1: I will probably give it a shot. I'm done with Michael Bay, like the first two movies. After Mudflaps and Gearshift killed uh, Devastator, I was done with, with uh, Michael Bay's bullshit. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Mudflaps and what was his
1: name, Mudflaps? And... I just... I don't know if it was mud flaps and gear shift. They were the basically the comic relief characters of the of the movie. Yeah, they, they were
0: called the wreckers. I remember they were the wreckers. And they
1: ki- they killed one of the most like, for lack of a you know, pardon the pun, but most devastating Transformer there ever was. Like, just no, no, dude, that's not okay. how this works.
0: You should probably go. You need to go watch the the Netflix series, the Transformers Netflix series. You would like it. And be something for you to just kind of pick at, like you know what I mean? Because it's only like it's two seasons, four parts, or something like that. So it's not like a, it's not like a super long watch. Each episode is only like twenty minutes, and I think there's eight episodes in each season, so sixteen episodes, a half hour each. You probably get it done in a, a month or something if you just pick one day, a week, or something. Yeah. But it's a it's an interesting story. I've only watched uh, Earthrise. I haven't gotten into the, the the kingdom side of things, but I'm probably going to delve down that uh, rabbit hole soon um but i think that's where we should leave it off for the uh today uh of right. course people who are in the chat there thanks for listening um we're always uh we're always on here on podbean you can also follow us on our twitter and our facebook uh, we have a facebook page at 2bd podcasts um, you can find us on instagram at 2bd pods where you'll see lots of postings of nostalgic figures uh, we we do a comic book a day posting we do some other things too because we also do a wrestling podcast. We talk AEW, so sometimes you'll see some wrestling links up to some really crazy matches we used to watch when we were kids, that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, you can, like I said, you can find us here on Podbean. You can find us on Spotify. Um, you can find us on iHeartRadio. Most of the most of the uh, platforms that most uh, podcasts are found on, uh, except for Apple, we're we're not on Apple yet trying to we're trying to get on there but uh you know cost some money so we're still waiting on that um but on that note folks thanks for listening and as we always say on this podcast dare to be stupid